0: I, I use Nord just because it really
1: is the best, and it has I like the way you said that it sounds just
0: like a commercial was. So I know. <laughs> well, it's like
1: it's that definitely.
0: could sell, uh, sell fire and hell. <laughs> That's my retirement plan.
2: <laughs> but
0: yeah, no, like I get that it's like the more expensive one. But I have it on all the time on my phone. And, like, other VPNs I know are, like, even with Nord, I can tell it's slower. And some things don't work as good. Yeah. You know, just, just by doing a VPN. So I don't really want to deal with a, like, slower one than yeah, what Nord one, is. Right? Yeah. yeah, How much
3: does it cost?
0: Um, 15 bucks a month for, like, six devices. That's a lot. Wow, wait, how much again? Fifteen, 15. a month.
1: Oh, okay. But I mean, you if don't you maybe, share it with a bunch of people,
3: you I could a share VPN it VPN anymore. Do you? Because you're in the states now. Uh... <laughs> you were using it for safety,
2: for... maybe. Come
0: yeah, on. for internet safety.
3: <laughs> no, he was using it for like uh, media content streaming. Oh, right.
0: Yeah. That was one use I had
3: for That was most of the use I think. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's no, I'm honestly
4: getting an itch to go trade some crypto
0: and I've I I have like
4: one of my groups, they have like a nice little um what's the word guide to just show you how to do all the Binance stuff and blah blah blah. I mean
2: I'm sure I could figure it out, but I should be thinking about that.
0: Yeah, no, I'll probably drop down to a cheaper VPN. I know, like Nord's a lot cheaper if you pay like three years at a time. It's like three dollars a month.
3: So oh. I, so I got a really good deal for Windscribe that um, uh-huh. I use, and that was, I think, three years ago. They had this um, lifetime, and it was oh, only eighty dollars. Oh. Is that a
1: VPN service? Yeah, Windscribe.
2: Oh, yeah. Hmm.
1: And it's eighty dollars.
0: Yes. And you can do it on your phone too. Yes. Oh, that's cool.
3: But oh, the lifetime is pretty is good. Over. It was over three years ago.
0: Yeah. You're
1: yeah. just rubbing it in our face now, huh?
3: Yes. But now <laughs> it costs. It costs nine dollars a month. It looks like. Yeah.
0: You know what? I might have been paying fifteen Canadian.
2: Which is Canadian. how much? How much that, like a uh,
1: dollar.
2: 20? No, uh, 10. Or US, excuse
0: me. $10.
1: We're not
2: the only. Not bad. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I will get it cheaper eventually. Yeah.
3: But. Would you say it was called win something? Win scribe? Like win and then scribe as in subscribe, but no sub. Okay. Oh, I thought wood for some reason. <laughs> yeah, you were in the content creation channel for too long.
2: Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh Whoa. guess what? Duke
1: did respond to the thing. He was
3: like
4: I <laughs> <laughs> also notice Annie's in that channel too. Oh
3: yeah. yeah. Annie's in that too. <laughs> She's now on vacation, she, so. Now,
1: now she think I'm weird. <laughs>
0: I don't know. We already knew you're a duck's cousin, so like... Ah,
1: good point, good point, good point.
0: <laughs> we knew you couldn't be that normal. <laughs> <laughs> that is a valid point. Okay, so we need our embarrassing duck story of the week before we start the podcast. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> um, oh, Dang, I don't have anything on me right now. <laughs> But when we worked out in the morning, like, we were talking about something, and I remember, like, I remember I was talking to him about, like, an an embarrassing story or something, but I can't think of it right now for some reason. (laughs)
2: Like, one of the things I love about Dewey
0: is when we ask him for an embarrassing duck story, (laughs) it's an embarrassing duck story. Like, when people ask me for an embarrassing story of Skylar, I kind of ease into it, you know? I give one that we can all laugh about it, but
1: Dewey's just brutal. <laughs> what do you mean? The last one I gave was, what, the salt one?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, that one's kind of funny, too. <laughs>
4: uh, it, was funny. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. It was a little us. scary. A little scary. <laughs> I mean, I didn't understand the context at first when you said he was like a really little kid. I was like, okay, I I can see that, but for some reason, I pictured like nine-year-old duck doing that, and I was like, whoa. Me too.
2: Like uh,
1: seven or something. Did Lam hear this story already? Yeah, heard it. it. Oh, okay.
3: He (laughs) licked someone else's wound.
1: Yeah. No, he he licked the salt (laughs) on on someone
3: else's wound.
4: Why was there salt on the wound to begin with? That's I, I, don't, I don't know. Think thing to do for. I don't think that's helpful. just <laughs> doesn't,
3: doesn't salt like help? Kinda. No. Yeah, like, it does
0: help. It burns, it
3: but it, it burns. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Oh. It helps know. sanitize
1: it. Apparently,
0: yeah. That makes sense. Bacteria and stuff can't grow on like too salty of water because uh, you know, she made water.
1: her fell. So that's why he felt bad. So he was trying to cheer her up. That was the context. Oh, uh, okay. so Ducks yeah.
0: a good guy.
1: Yes, and by by licking someone else's wound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there was more embarrassing one. I just can't think of it right now. You know. <laughs> and that's why I keep my stories to myself.
2: Now nah, keep them coming. <laughs> hello everyone and welcome
0: to another episode of to the moon i am joined with going long with long our in-house stock guru Dewey, due diligence the crypto whiz kid and sky's the limit skyler asking those big
3: questions you know so uh we hope you enjoy uh so i'm long the so-called guru in this episode and my name is yui uh,
1: my nickname is uh doister i guess Perfect. And I'm Skyler.
4: Uh, thanks for being with us again on another episode of To The Moon. Um, yeah, we had fun this episode and we learned a lot from the guru long. Uh, I think you will too. Um, so without further ado, let's get to it. All right.
1: All um... right. Are we so, talking about stocks today or?
0: So, we have a very special episode of To the Moon podcast. We are going long with long. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Get ready, strap in. The rocket is leaving. We don't know the destination, but we just can't stay here any longer. <laughs>
3: Wow, playing on words there.
4: Thank you. <laughs> like Richard Branson, man. We're just, we're, we're pushing to get out.
0: Yep.
3: Yes, we're I just read about space, that. Space. <laughs> yeah, he's going in uh, space, July 11th. I think that's what it is. Yep. Really? Yep.
0: Um, before what? Bezos.
3: Yeah, where yeah. is Bezos going?
0: Next year, I believe. Is it next
3: year? Uh, How is this year.
2: Well,
1: is it this
0: year? It? I
4: it's like the 20th or something yeah. of July. Oh, really?
1: Yep. It's a literal space
3: race, right? Wow! Yeah. <laughs> literal yeah. space race. I think Elon should try to beat him and do it like this week.
0: <laughs> the only issue with that is Elon is the only billionaire that actually works at his space company. Isn't Bezos the, the same? I don't think like,
1: Blue Origin, actually, Right? She just funds doesn't it.
0: know anything about like. Oh, oh space, that's oh. you know. Yeah, he's just funding it. He's he's not a rocket rocket scientist like uh, Elon. Is
1: Elon a rocket scientist though?
0: She has a physics degree. Yeah, he was a. I don't know if he graduated, but I know he
2: was a dual major for physics and um, business. Because I was trying to
0: copy him. Top as a dual major.
2: Follow his path. Yeah. It's
1: adorable. Or, yeah. Wow. I thought he was the founder of Tesla, but he's only a co founder, apparently.
4: A lot yeah. of people
1: were giving him flack, not giving him flack, but like exposing him after the whole Bitcoin thing that he, you know, keep tweeting about.
0: Well, was that not his idea or something? No, he joined like a few months after it first. It's kind of debated. Some say he's not even technically a founder. But he was like, he joined the team late, but they didn't have a product or anything. They, they had a, like, semi-working engine.
2: Okay. In, like, a guy's
0: garage, basically. Mm.
2: Yeah, but we all
1: think of him as, like, the face of it now, right?
0: Yeah, well, he's the one, you know, who decided to, like, it in the Lotus and like he created the first Tesla but he wasn't
2: you know like day one founding team Any of you guys made any interesting trade this week or last couple of weeks maybe
3: um, I got into Airbnb really last week yes
1: I have not yeah. been watching that stock, so do you have any update for us? Uh,
3: so Airbnb IPO'd recently, not not like recent, recent, but it's a pretty newish uh, stock, and uh, the end of last year or something. Uh, yes, I think it is, and it's been um, pretty hit by COVID, I guess. Um, but since a lot of the United States is Getting out of the restriction, COVID restriction. That's, I think it's a good one to pick up when you know everyone's going on a vacation and everyone, like all the other things, opening up. So I think it's a good play.
2: Yeah. You um, swing
1: trading it, or are you um, keeping it long term? Or
3: I am currently swing trading it. So I have some options open, and they expire at. End of the month, um, July. So um, hopefully it uh, picks up soon.
2: What's your strike?
3: My strike is 155.
4: I'm still pulling up the charts. I don't know so I right am. now it's at
3: 153. Okay. And I have five contracts open. It's a straight call okay. or? It's a straight call.
1: Oh, okay nice you're already in the green right
3: yes i am so yeah it's it's been um going sideways for a good month and um hopefully it it breaks out of that um channel Mm
4: -hmm.
0: yeah go ahead john i was gonna say like the short-term you know rental market this is the busiest year on record already
1: do you have a reason for no. that or is oh, it because COVID or?
0: It's, it's, it's because of COVID, you know, things are finally opened up. Like today was the first day in Oregon where you didn't have to wear a mask. Um, and, you know, I, I live on the Oregon coast now and traffic is just awful. <laughs> and yeah. it's, and uh, you know, all these Airbnbs in this area, they're booked back to back from now until, you know, September
1: people are craving vacation time i guess yeah
0: yeah they just don't you know they can't stand to be in that house with their family for one more weekend (laughs) they need a break
3: yeah i was on the coast uh on monday so it's not the weekend and i was going to the cheese factory and it was packed on a monday i had to wait in line yeah i had to wait in line for ice cream for a good hour I go
0: past there on Monday.
3: Yeah, the Tillamook Cheese Factory. Oh, wait, isn't it an ice cream factory? (laughs) It's a cheese factory. They do everything. They serve Mm, dairy, ice cream. Oh,
4: interesting. They even make beef jerky. I think at a
3: different facility, but I think that's a that's a different Tillamook company. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it's just a name. Yeah.
4: Huh. I always thought they were the same. I always thought. I'm looking at this chart. Long it looks good
3: yes if so Uh, i got the two
4: hour up for like the um, last year and i'm noticing the first thing that pops out to me is that the 200 day moving average is like way above and it's like just in the last three days it looks like the 20 and 50 day are about to cross and um, they've been below since april so that's that's a really bullish
2: sign
3: yeah so for the two hours um the price just moved above the two hundred moving average. So right. Awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 Just the other day, I might get in on that. Yeah. Yeah. Where do get you
1: in? guys view your charts on TradingView or?
0: I um, yeah. use Stockwise. <laughs> <laughs> I use Stockwise too. <laughs>
3: I use Stockwise uh, and then I hop on uh, some more advanced features that I usually put on the chart. So that's uh trade in view for now.
2: And what, um, what you, like, have you been using the alert function
4: long on Stockwise? Oh,
3: for Stockwise, yeah. I used it um, a lot of the price action, I used it for. And, price action. Uh, mm-hmm. And also the trailing.
4: Oh okay. So so you're yeah yeah trailing stop is is I feel like
3: you just got to be quick because
4: it's these. I always think of trailing stop and I'm like yeah I mean that's it works you know as long as I'm disciplined. But like what if price just moved against me like so fast so aggressively?
3: Scary. Yeah trailing stops are good for like if you want to take profit. Um, So
4: can you put trailing stops into the brokers you're using? Like place them in already or do you have like are you doing it manually
3: oh i i do it manually so yeah, um, yeah. i use stock wise to do those get the alert. alerts and then yeah. once i get those alerts i look on the chart and see if oh
1: oh you do them chart? manually oh, okay
3: yeah well are there brokers that allow you to
4: do like automatic stop losses on
3: um option I trading so. i don't think so um uh, i haven't tried on option but i have tried not on regular stocks?
0: Yeah, regular stocks, I know for sure you can. Option trading, I don't think so. So
3: option is a little different because you have to go by the option price and not the stock price. Right. So it gets a little bit more complicated.
2: Right. Yeah. And then, well, because options, they have, like, also just
0: depends on what you're doing with your options. You know, if you have some, like, really convoluted you know spread or strangle it can be really hard to sell that you know at a certain price because you have to sell so many different contracts at once
3: exactly and options are they're, they're less liquid so let's say you do put in like a middle range price um, sometimes it doesn't get filled so you can't really trust those like automation to trade your options
2: mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Uh, What about you guys? Any uh, positions? Yeah, got in? I
4: caught a little 40% on Neo um, the beginning of this week. I just, I kind of, I saw that it had a resistance, I think like 50 bucks, and I put a strike in at like 52. Um, I went up like 14% the first day, got up to like, I think 70,
2: and let it run down a little bit, got out of 40. So I was happy with that trade. Looks like you uh, rode the perfect wave because
0: now it's back at fifty.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've been like
4: trying to get in the habit of like forgetting about whatever stock I was just trading, just so you don't live in that. Like, oh well, I could have. I mean, on some on some senses, like you should, you know, just to see. Oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe yada yada. But just to feel better, I'm just like, okay, you know what? I got my forty percent. I'm happy
2: with that. Everything went how I wanted it to. I'm on to the next. That is a great way to do it. So. goes on. Oh, I was just gonna say, what are we thinking about
0: Dogecoin now?
2: Mm. I don't really know what's up with it,
0: honestly.
1: Let me go over to Coinbase. I don't heard, I haven't heard any good news about it or anything. I mean, as far
4: it, as I know, all cryptos are down more or less.
1: Yeah, all crypto are like in this consolidating area as of now. Uh, I personally still believe that we're in a bull run. <laughs> I, I sound too moon boy no, when bullish I keep saying on that.
4: For my life, for my whole life, I'm bullish on cryptos.
1: That's yeah, but the I'm cycle down. I meant. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the cycle should end sometimes at, like the end of this year or something. But okay. yeah, but it looks too like people, a lot of people are really scared right now because of how much it dropped. I think because it dropped yeah. more than 50% or whatnot. And Bitcoin dominance also went down quite a bit.
2: Right. Right.
1: But I'm aiming for July 14, should be the pickup point. But that's just me. July fifteenth. Okay. Yeah, for for crypto in okay. general.
4: You guys heard it here first, too. <laughs> you guys said, "I like to
1: throw predictions and
4: see what happens." <laughs> but we are. This is not financial advice.
1: <laughs> this is not financial advice whatsoever. If you lose your money, then uh, it's all your fault. If you make money, then um, please come thanks to me later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout us out
4: if you make money. But other than that you know it was, i wish
2: you the best oh man um crypto oh i have to, i was thinking i have something to say on cryptos
1: hmm. are any of you guys um diving into crypto yet or
0: um not yet i've been actually... i won
4: on a bet i won ten dollars of ethereum last night on, on the um Suns verse uh Clippers game.
1: <laughs> Wait, you can bet and win in win in crypto.
4: What? Oh, I just bet my friend. So and oh, then he okay. just he just uh, he has crypto dot com. So he just tra- like you know
1: transferred ten dollars worth of Ethereum. Wait, what? So he ta- he's transferred you ten dollar worth of Ethereum. Uh huh. Wait, the fee of transferring ten dollar worth of Ethereum is probably more than ten dollars.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he I, he didn't come say anything about it. So, <laughs> That's yeah. You know on him <laughs> <laughs> I just got it in my in my wallet now. your account so, yeah I'm exposed to Ethereum which I've been like I just yeah uh, you know I
2: should prioritize
0: buying more cryptos but
2: I get distracted by options
0: I've been buying silver okay Zach nice. has been
4: bullish on silver since the beginning of <laughs> We started out of us doing this
0: podcast. And let me just pull up. Are you talking about
1: physical silver? or you talking talking about
0: about physical in hand? You can touch it, (laughs) you can smell it, you can lick it if you want to. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Silver. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, um, I think we're going to see. The price, it, it's been going up and then kind of pulling back, going up and pulling back. But I do think that we'll see a sharp rise in price for precious metal.
1: So real quick, I don't know much about precious metal, but so I know ETF or silver and whatnot. Is there a benefit of holding physical silver versus ETF or like a derivative? Of silver, say.
0: Um. Yeah. There's definitely some benefits towards holding just just raw silver. Like for one, um. You, you can know, lick let's it. Say you can lick it.
2: Yeah. Um, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> copper tastes better, but you know it's just your preference. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sound like you have experience but, there. <laughs> No, let, like, let, like, let's say some of the things that can make silver, you know, really rise in prices. Like, let's say, you know, the dollar really weakens. Um, or there's a black swan type event in the stock market. You okay. can have a stock that's a silver stock, um, but the whole market is down. You're not really going to get that whole benefit. You know, because um, you're not actually trading in real silver you know um stocks like yeah they're their own thing but they also really play into the overall market health um oh so there
1: is an effect if the market go down then those precious metal ETF might be affected
0: yeah and you know like let's say you know a silver ETF you know is a little bit you know one-to-one with just raw silver and then it also um, has a couple of like silver mining companies in with it, or you know, stuff like that. Like, there's just more cost to it. It's not, you know, you don't get the whole benefits of, of buying silver. It's like you're kind of just buying silver light, <laughs> you know, silver light. <laughs> okay. It's
4: like buying crypto on Robinhood.
0: <laughs> Exactly. I crypto like, on Robin Hood. That's the perfect way to describe it. You know. So when I buy silver, I like to have it because I want it in my hand. I want access to it. You know, if I wanna sell it, I wanna be able to, you know, go and sell it for what I want, you know. You have a girlfriend that can melt
4: it down and make jewelry out of it?
0: I do. <laughs> <If> need be <laughs> if need be. You know.
1: Um uh, so how much? Yeah. When you when you said uh, there's gonna be a sharp rise, because I, from my perspective, what is it? Uh, precious metal don't really move that much. So how how much of a percentage do you think silver gonna move,
2: or Ooh. if it moves?
0: Percentage? I think. You I can think give a range again. if you like. Yeah. I think we're gonna see. So like right now, it's like around twenty six, twenty eight dollars,
2: or. Um, ounce or yeah okay. um and that's
0: spot price, too. um and i think I think you know, you know, we teased thirty a bit ago, and I think we're gonna see thirty five. I think that's really realistic. Some people say fifty, you know, um, oh, okay, which i I don't really. See, I see, like, 35 as, you know, realistic and probable. Um, 40, slightly less realistic, um, but absolutely possible, you know, depending on if things, you know, get bad. I know this is something that um, Long, Long is always optimistic What in the market. It's always <laughs> He's always long. He's always long. No, I'll, I'm not short.
3: No, I'm not never sure uh, he never short COVID, I, No, before <laughs> COVID it was, I, I was like the market's gonna crash and all that. And it did, but then it went back up, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but no, when did you mention silver last time? Uh I remember you like pitching it to us. It was back in twenty twenty. Yeah, 2020. I, yeah
0: sure. I pitched it um I think it was right around like um It was like under 20, it was like right around 24 and then it went up to 30 and now it went back down.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: So now I'm starting to see kind of the same, same trend. Um, yeah. I'm an active member on wall street silver, which is, uh, the better (laughs) looking brother of wall street
3: bets. (laughs) Interesting. I have to check that out.
0: Um, but yeah, you know, I'm 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 kind of iffy on the market right now. I kind of, you know, I'm trying to see, um, kind of, I'm really looking for like the early signs of um, what stocks are going to go up with things opening and trying to jump in on them mm. early. I you like know. Uh,
4: Alaska Airlines right now.
0: Yeah, airlines. Um, shout out to Henry. Um, who's been on the podcast before Spirit Airlines. That's one of his favorite stocks.
1: Is it because he made the most money from it?
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes, but usually, right? Mm, yeah, definitely, though. I think uh, there's a guy on
4: Twitter right now who's like really aggressively um, advertising that
0: the market's going to crash.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, um, Michael Burry
0: been saying it a lot. Yeah, and, uh, he has been saying it a lot. And that's... A little scary, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't Like, here's my thing on him, though. So, for those who don't know, he's the guy who the movie The Big Short is based on, right? Right. Yeah. And so he was the only one to predict the housing crash. You know, he's the first one to, you know, yeah. recognize these subprime oh, oh, loans. Okay. And, you know, he said that he wanted to short the housing market. And everyone thought he was crazy. You know, they're <laughs> like, you want to short that US housing market? Like you think every bank is gonna go bankrupt? Yeah, we'll take that bet, you know. And he leveraged billions of dollars into this, you know, kind of like an option contract on, you know, these loans defaulting. And as we all know, they did default and, you know, people lost billions of dollars, you know, Wall Street, you know, there's some vacant buildings after that and he made a boatload of money. And he's been saying that, you know, the stock market is going to crash, but can he predict something like that twice? Like that'd be pretty impressive, you know, to be like the guy who can predict black swan events.
1: Yeah,
4: no, I mean, that would be really amazing, but who knows? Maybe
1: he just has a special talent. I follow his Twitter, and one time, he, this guy, he tweets a lot of random stuff sometimes, and it get really annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, he would tweet about this Vietnamese restaurant near, near his house. And I'm like, I'm following you for when you're warning me about Black Swan event, <laughs> not Vietnamese restaurant near where you live. Okay? And apparently he's married to a Vietnamese wife or something. So he would tweet in Vietnamese sometimes. And I'm like, what is
3: going on? I'm t- uh, you sure his wife didn't take his phone and start? Talking? <laughs> it sounds like him.
4: Yeah. I had something I was going to say. And uh, I totally. I, oh, oh yeah. So here's my thing. Like, it's like, so the market's gonna crash, right? Like, it, we know it's gonna crash eventually. That's just what it does. Mm-hmm. Like, just, <laughs> rhythms. Um, so let's just buy puts and put credit spreads.
1: <laughs> Wait, like, put credit spread is bullish.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. No, so now, yeah. good credit and, spreads like, you, can, you can do um, uh,
1: yeah. Call, call, call,
0: wait, what? You can do put credit spreads. Mm-hmm. Put credit spread is bullish. Okay.
4: Huh? Anyways, yeah. thanks for exposing my little knowledge, Stewie. I appreciate it. Wait, no, oh, I was just asking. But just like that level. no, but like this is a general thing. It's like we can just go short, like,
1: yeah. as far as traders. I
4: mean, I know it's like, you know, it is just a negative thing usually
1: for people, you know, when the stock market crashes.
4: But as traders, I just
2: don't really see why we have to be afraid of it. A hedge on both ends, I guess. Be active on your stop loss, at your stock loss, stock um wise alerts. Yes, gonna...
1: yes. Zach Are you trading anything as of the moment?
2: Um, I am
0: still holding strong uh, on my Weeble account. Which is where I usually like to trade um, some of my like riskier stocks. Um, I'm still holding strong on a little bit of blackberry and sundial grower.: Blackberry, interesting. So uh, how long, years ago, like, I don't know, maybe six, seven years ago, I told long. I looked at the chart, I looked at the company. And I was like, Blackberry was trading at like $7. And I was it's like, Six, long.
1: seven years ago? Yeah. Okay.
0: And I was like, Blackberry is going to skyrocket. This stock, like, there's no reason why this stock should be so low. I was like, this stock should be worth $100 easy. Wait, what? And, <laughs> and uh, well, it's taken seven years. But finally, Wall Street bets is catching on to my due diligence, <laughs> and they're saying what I was saying seven years ago. Now, were uh, you saying
1: it because of uh, because of all the short squeeze? Or you were you saying because of like fundamentals of BlackBerry or,
0: um, fundamentals at that time? BlackBerry was releasing a phone. Um, it was I think it might have even been the last phone that they made. Um, and it, it was a BlackBerry that had the Android software on it. So it had, like, BlackBerry features and security, but Android app. Um, and I thought it was going to be a lot more successful than it was. And it you was not successful. Android apps? Yeah, so it had, like, Android operating system. Oh, wait, but Blackberry before it had phone. something else? Yeah, before BlackBerry had its own... Um, operating system. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so Blackberries were used um, because they were more secure than Android and Apple.
2: It's not They's, because of the buttons?
0: Well, people like the buttons too, but like a lot of government um, contractors and stuff, you know, they had Blackberries, and so it had a lot of use in like the private market. Uh, like the corporate world, um, which which really kept it afloat. And I think why it didn't die off, like, you know, the Microsoft phone or Nokia, because it had its little niche market carved out so well for a while. And they also do a a lot of great technology stuff. Like they're pretty, you know, they were really early on cloud storage. Um, It's like, they know what to do. But they just don't execute it right.
3: <laughs> or maybe
2: there's just they're like going do like it right head on, head on curve, this curve, right? Yeah,
3: like maybe um,
1: five years from now, everyone's gonna be having a BlackBerry instead.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, so BlackBerry um, used to be called Research in Motion, and um, yeah, their phones were most of the time mandatory at at like bus like businesses so it's you know, secure um communication be- between employees and that was pretty much ahead of its time right until uh you know samsung started doing their own things with their android phones and iPhones too so they kind of died off a little bit and now blackberry is um becoming a cybersecurity company um in like car tech i think we, we i talked about this like in yeah earlier, hey you did earlier episodes uh but yeah so they're not really well known for their phones now uh but who knows um you know, buckberry, yeah buckberry might you know go back to that 100 uh, range that they were back in Yeah, you know, 13 years ago <laughs> well this can,
1: it can only be upside right it can't go down too low i guess
2: but yeah that's what i'm
0: still diamond hand holding it
1: diamond hand with blackberry yeah
0: and sundial growers
1: and sundial grower
0: i haven't looked
1: into
3: it in a while it's it's weird i don't know um i I still have sundial grower Um, yeah i still have blackberry and i just got into game
0: now that is interesting <laughs>
3: <laughs> that you got into AMC. I did. But I by exited that position. Really. Ah. but GameStop, um, not because of its meme um, potential, but because of the chart. I'm looking at the chart, and for the chart, it's looking good, as in mm-hmm. it's 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 definitely going sideways for the past few months, mm-hmm. right? Or a month and a half, or whatever um but it's definitely on the bottom of the channel that it's moving in and i'm hoping for a pop within the next month or so okay
4: what indicators are you putting on that
3: so right now um i usually use the those movement averages that i talked about but uh, for the channels i'm using the uh, fibonacci channel
4: okay I don't know yeah. anything
3: about that. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's like a Fibonacci retracement levels, but this is in the channel. So channels are usually uh, created um, at the very bottom um, of a uh, time range to the next bottom, or or you you can do the same for the top. You know, the top two tops, and it. Sure. Curves- yeah, and then it creates a channel for you. So usually, like stocks, they go in channels. Right, uh, right. It doesn't, right. It doesn't yeah. really have to go like sideways, it can go like upwards or downwards. And um, yeah, and right now it's uh, at the bottom of the channel.
2: Come on, Long.
0: You can't talk about Fibonacci sequences without dropping sacred geometry, that one
2: tool album. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, so right now, like, I'm into these meme stop, uh, stocks because, um, not because of, you know. Not because uh, of the meme, but because of the no. technical.
2: Yeah. Interesting. So, are you not um, a big Wall Street
0: bets person, Long, You're not? I am actually not. Standing? No,
3: like, I, I don't go into that subreddit at all. Like, I don't read anything from that.
2: It's pretty funny uh, sometimes.
3: Yeah. So I, I just know about these usually because of you know other news sources, like uh, CMC, you know Bloomberg, that always mentioned these beam stocks.: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,, um,
1: recently, I've been seeing these like not ads, but like something it's ads about something else, but they mentioned the Bloomberg terminal. So do, do you guys know what that is or have a yes. explanation of what that is? Yes. Yes. I would love to hear
0: it. Um Zach wanna go or um go? I, I can, yeah, go I can start, it. I guess. Um Bloomberg terminal is what so if you're a stockbroker, you generally have to have your series seven. Um, yes and anyone who has their series seven pretty much uses the bloomberg terminal it just gives you like the fastest rates news anything related to the stock market in you know it's very industrial and professional it doesn't buy it or... Yeah, you buy it. It costs like what, twenty six thousand dollars a year?
3: Oh, it's what's the... expensive. Yeah, it's um. So you know, before the the digital age, you actually have to buy the terminal. Like they send you an actual computer to your. your
1: computer. Wait, when you said twenty six, I thought you're gonna say twenty six dollars a month. I'm like, okay, I'll look yeah. into it.
0: No. It's...
3: No, it's it's twenty something thousand dollars. Per, it's oh, and it's an annual service. It's an annual service. So it's not <laughs> one time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like back in the day, they send you this uh, terminal to your house or whatever. Um, nowadays, it's just you know a platform that you can access anywhere usually, and it comes with this, this um, custom keyboard. So um, the keyboard is not your average you know keyboard. It has like shortcuts to the most
2: needed features. You know, like, uh, mm. yeah. Anyways, um, continue. Uh, yeah,
0: no, like, it's outrageously expensive. You know, no retail or even semi-professional trader will ever <laughs> buy it. Um, even, you know, people that make, you can get most of the information other places. You know, um, Not as rapid or something. Even that's yeah. almost, I think, debatable in this day and age.
1: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, you know, it, it was groundbreaking at the time. Like, I remember I have this book from the 90s, and it's called, like, The Real Option Player. And they mentioned the Bloomberg Terminal. And they're like this is a game changer to step up your game because you get this information so much faster, but you know, we're in a way more digital age than
2: the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, whenever I see ads on
1: anything, stock product, they always say the best thing since the Bloomberg terminal, Like it's terminal, right? <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I recently found something that is uh, on par with Bloomberg Terminal, and it's actually someone that um, traded, I think, Game, GameStop or something, and he's a programmer. So he created his own, uh, you know, Bloomberg Terminal called GameStop GameStop Terminal.
1: It's only for GameStop news?
3: Uh, No, it's actually uh, everything stock market. uh, Oh. Yeah. So it mimics the Bloomberg terminal. It is free. It's open source. And if you know a little bit of programming, um, you can actually run this on your computer. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it has everything that, basically, everything that Bloomberg has. Like, um, it even has data science and machine learning stuff for for stocks and crypto so um
4: that's amazing
3: (laughs) so so yeah Uh, instead of you said you need to need to know how
1: to use code you can't just it's not like a program that you can just install or
3: um not that i know maybe some will someone will create something like a wrapper and put it on the web but it's currently you can install the the source code on your computer and then run it and then um or you can have it's someone else do it for you. Yeah, it's on GitHub. And then you can run it like uh, like an actual text-based terminal. Oh. That's
1: pretty and that's it's cool. just for news, though, right? It's Basically, that's what it is?
3: Uh, like news, um, quotes, and oh. um, yeah, a lot of. Uh... So let me send you guys the link, and I'll probably post it's a newsletter right. in the newsletter.
0: We knew a Pepe developer. <laughs> if
2: only, if only,
1: <gasps> if only. I'll ask him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> too bad he's so too long. busy
0: building new features for Stockwise. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Way too busy.
0: Um, so long.
4: You're you're our most experienced trader by by great amount. Uh yeah, you. Probably made much more than any of us. Um, if it, I don't want to put you on the spot. if You're feeling comfortable, man. Do you want to share, like, I don't know, like, just, it doesn't have to be, like, the most you ever made, but, like, just your favorite trading story, like a trade that just you, something about it, oh, it just has stuck with you.
3: Oh, there's a lot of trades. I don't even know which one. I mean, I made some great trades. I made some some bad trades, you know. that's <laughs> That was not one <laughs> of both. What's that?
4: Tell us uh, one of both. Well, tell us a good and tell One us of bad. them?
3: Um, yeah, yeah, tell us
0: one of your best trades.
3: My best trade? geez, this was a long time ago then. Probably like six years ago. Um, when I had an option. This was when I probably learned option about a year before this. And I, this was like a bet. Kind of like <laughs> a betting and earning call. So it wasn't really like a analyze trade. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't that much money I, I I put in anyways. You know, it was a few thousand. It wasn't like you know twenty thousand going to this this uh, uh, earn. So it was probably twenty five hundred about, and it was for American Express. Um, and I made. I don't know, like, probably tenfold of what I put in.
2: Sheesh! Uh, because,
3: because of, you know, American Express has had good earnings that quarter. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it could have went the other way, where it just didn't do well, and I, I just lost that 2500 right? Uh,
1: right? Hear, uh, you heard it here first, always play play earning. <laughs> 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 That's something I
3: stopped. Um, yeah. And then, with that, you know, with a little bit of luck with that, you know, money I made, I improved uh, on my, um, you know, trading because I had resources to actually make more, you know, make more trade.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, that year I made pretty good money. Um,
0: it wasn't that bad. Was that a turning point in your trading? Um, it, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, go ahead. What what like what made you feel like you were actually a trader? You know, I know a lot of times you know when you first start dabbling in the stock market, you kind of like you might get a few good trades, you might lose a little bit of money, throw some more money back into your Robinhood account, and you know you can kind of get that imposter syndrome a bit, and kind of be like, oh damn, what the hell am I doing? you know but you're you're pretty confident with with your trading at this point you know like when when did you start feeling that way like
3: when i yeah when i felt like i was like traders when i wanted to get up every morning like at 4 a.m 5 a.m and just read about you know the upcoming day about the stock market the financial markets
0: do you uh, still do that
3: um uh, n- not really <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> i have other you know commitments i have to do but yeah it's it's something that um i felt like a traitor that i had to be up before mm-hmm. the park mm-hmm. yeah
2: mm-hmm.
3: and um you know speaking of you know making money you know i also you know lost money too it's not like i made money all the time you know mm-hmm. so it's it's something that you you have to lose money to learn what you did um, like, that's a bad trade, and you have to learn from it. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, it it comes and goes, you know. Um, yeah.
0: You learn a lot, you know. I've, you know, I think, I don't know, I'll just speak for myself, but I know the trades that I've lost the most money on were also trades that I could have taken profit out at some point.
2: Mm big,
0: yes. yes. <laughs> and um, that's, I think, a mistake that a lot of people make is because, like, just one of my more recent trades, too. Um, it was Alibaba. Um, I thought it was um, going to go down. I had a put on it. I had a straight put. And, like, later that night, during after hours, I had made three hundred dollars, and I had bought in a two week put. You know, so I'm still holding on to it, and I'm like, I can't sell this already. I just bought it. You know, it's <laughs> gonna go down even more. Like, I made three hundred bucks on day one. Like this, this is cool. You know, um, well, you know, being up three hundred turned into being up three fifty which then turned into being up 175. And I kept holding because I wanted to get back up to 300. You know, yeah. I'm 250. I'm not greedy. Um, but it just... I'm not greedy. <laughs> that's, that's the funniest sentence I've ever heard. Um, you know, and then it traded sideways a bit. And, and it went up and I had a put. So I ended up losing... Four hundred dollars on a trade that I could have profited three hundred and fifty dollars on. You know, um, and this was a trade within like the past six months. You know, when I try and you know learn from my mistakes, but sometimes we still make you know, you know that that's just trading. You know, sometimes we still let it get you know the better
4: of us no man this is the truth it's difficult difficult to
0: and and it was hard to figure you know because i was up on all my stocks at that time you know i had like four trades going and so it it made it easier for me to to lose that 450 dollars because it was it was additional profit that i was losing Yeah, yeah you know So, I had four trades and I was up on three of them. And, you know, I wanted to be up on this one again because I was up on it previously. Um, You know, and then the next week after that, I was trading Exxon. And, you know, I thought Exxon was going to have a bigger jump than it did, but it had a jump and then it started to trade flat, just like Alibaba did. And I sold it. You know, I was like, I don't care if. I can make an extra you know two or three hundred dollars on this contract I don't really like what I'm seeing so I just sold it you know and I think I made you know 80 bucks a spread or whatever and I had a couple of them and it it traded sideways for longer and then just kind of slowly went down so you know I learned from my mistake <laughs>
2: yeah for a That's short true. period
3: of time <laughs> it's that emotion that you have to overcome
4: yeah something too that i've been thinking about the past couple days and a couple trades that i'm in is like getting out of the mind frame of like if i get out of this trade that's it i got i I mean it's like no man if i start to feel like stocks doing something weird or i just don't know you know it's i'm fine to just get out of the trade and then if something else happens and i think oh no it is gonna do you know a four or five dollar move you can get back in you know Uh, and it's like you're maybe you gave up a little bit of profit not staying in the entire time but like you took away a lot of downside in that kind of risky area you know um and so that's something I, i again i guess you know the day trading limit limitations and sometimes can like play with you but like um you know, I mean, especially on like a long swing trade, if you just hit a week and you're like, oh, this looks rough, you know, it's like, just get out. And then, you know, if you had a, a higher strike, uh, get back in that same strike. You know, I mean, it, you won't make exactly the same return, but I'm sure if you made 40% and it could have gotten another 40 maybe you get back in and you get 30%, right? And then it's like, you might as it, it was just as good a trade, you know, and you didn't have mm-hmm. to stress over the decision of like, Am I gonna get out and and lose my upside or am I gonna stay in and risk this
2: downside? You can kinda I feel like that gives you more control. But again, you gotta trade stocks that have a lot of volume so you can get in and out fast.
1: Yes,
0: it's never wrong to take profit. Yeah. It's never wrong to take profit. That is a that should be a new slogan. That should be. You know what we're we're gonna start a clothing line here for the podcast, and we're gonna throw that on a shirt. You You heard it here first, just like I did. We got clothes coming. (laughs) Yeah, it just just, no, we got clothes coming. We got hats. We got stickers.
3: Got some more Um, swags. Yep.
1: We're
3: gonna if if, uh, the prediction comes true
0: and whiskey line.
1: if If the prediction come true, we'll keep it, and we'll put it on the shirt, and if it's wrong, then we'll, we'll we'll forget about
4: it, yeah, we'll burn all those um anyways, guys, I gotta get ready for work here in a bit, but uh, man, I just gotta say like I think this is a great show, but even as much, just i really I enjoy the company of all three of you gentlemen and just long your freaking wealth of knowledge, dude, and I appreciate just being able to like just. You know, talk to you about freaking training, dude, and and same with uh, you know Zach and it. You guys also just teach
0: me so much. So thank you guys. It's okay. We know Long's the the guru. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what a guru would say. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, a, like, that's the thing about Long too is he's humble about it too. Like, oh, I like oh, I know humble. for sure. Like, if it was me or Skyler, ooh. Oh, my. Dude, oh, man, we, would, we could not keep our mouths
4: closed. We're trying to learn. That's, that's the next thing we need to learn from long.
0: Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. And if you like the content that we do on the show and want to see the other things we are working on, you can follow us at Ophelia Tech on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, Friendster, you know, all the major ones. And you can also follow us at StockWise app on Twitter and sub- go to our website and subscribe to our newsletter. We come out of content throughout the week that just alerts you on stuff that we're thinking about. And please make sure to subscribe and comment about our podcast. Let us know what you think um, on any of your preferred podcast platform. That works. That's solid uh, <laughs> no, yeah, he's uh... very juicy.